Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Um, we've started recording. I'm still talking. Sorry, Rob. As <laughs> <laughs> professional as ever. But, yes, uh, yeah. never change. <laughs> Probably do the intro then. Okay, so uh, welcome to the uh, Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast. Uh, with me, Rob Davis, the voice you heard in the background there, Tom Canning. Hi. And Abby Tysurst. Hello, hello. We'll be going over all the uh, results, fixtures and uh, happenings in Berkshire football. But first... Uh, Abby, we haven't seen you for a couple of weeks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, actually, thanks. I Good. did a weekend where I, I didn't watch any football, which was strange. Wow. I know. I saw other humans that weren't involved in football. <laughs> it was good. It was nice. No, I'm, I'm well, thank you. How nice <laughs> can that be? That's all, I, that's all I'm thinking about that. Yes, it was delightful. Thank you very much. Well, okay. All right, talking, I mean... <laughs> talking of... Uh, People who aren't interested in football, I went to see Dulwich Hamlet at the weekend. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice! Surrounded like by that. three thousand people who, for whom the game was completely incidental, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was quite amusing. It was so, a very strange what, experience. What were they there for? Like, so is it just because, like, so I'm really impressed at Dulwich Hamlet. I, I remember watching Dulwich Hamlet, mm. and they played Bracknell a few times years ago, yeah. and and that was fun. And they had some support, and that was great, but. And I'm, so I'm really impressed that they get such big crowds. But yeah, I guess my question is: A, what are they there for if they're not watching the game? And B, does it matter? Uh, I don't. Uh, B, I'm not sure that it does because uh, I mean they're all there supporting the club, yeah. I guess. But uh, yeah, it was just I took a friend of mine who doesn't watch loads of non-league football, but uh, he was just like it's it's very strange because uh, they're all just everyone's just talking amongst themselves, which is great, yeah. you know, like having a few pints. It was kind of like you'd taken a load of rugby fans to a football game. Not that they were <laughs> acting like rugby fans particularly. It was like taking a group of people whose football wasn't their primary sport, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. So they were sort of sort of cheering and uh, there was the occasional bits of cheering or whatever and everything. But the just the sort of sounds around the game weren't quite right in that like when things were sort of exciting and whatever, there would just be sort of a murmur in the crowd and then you know. oh, it's like going to a Reading game. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Very much like going to a Reading game. So, there we go. I, I guess if I think about it, like if I go to a game with a mate, I probably mm. spend quite a lot of time talking to my mate. Yeah, Am I really but... paying attention to the game? If it's a team I don't necessarily support? Tom, you don't even have to go is... with a friend to be yeah. talking to 400 people. Like, if I, if I ever go to a game with you, I know that I will see you for approximately three minutes before kickoff. Actually, no, not even that, because it'll be inevitably be late. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then I will You'll not see him for 10 minutes after he gets minutes. there. 
Yeah, exactly. You'll see. Yeah, but you can you can look after my daughter though, yeah. True. Yeah, I'm a great babysitter for you, and I can teach you inappropriate things like cheerses. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. Uh, I'd encourage people to go to watch Dulwich Hamlet. It's a nice ground and a nice part of the country. But it was, uh, yeah, all the people there were Dulwich Hamlet fans. There was a lot of scarves, a lot of uh, merchandise and everything on offer. But yeah. Prim- primarily meeting friends, which is a nice thing, I guess. Yeah, it's just oh, slightly, nice. slightly different to uh, what you're sort of used to from a crowd that size, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, my experiences in Dulwich Hamlet aside, we should probably pe- press on with the uh, Berkshire football that happened this week. I was to clarify, I was watching a Berkshire side, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, they didn't do so well. So we'll move on to the FA Vars where some of our clubs did do well, uh, some also didn't. But we had a round of fixtures at the weekend in the FA Vars. Uh, six teams from Berkshire entered and three are still in the competition. Uh, Ascot winning away in uh, Newport, in the Isle of Wight, 1-0. Uh, Wo- uh, Wallingford and Crowmarsh eventually winning 4-3 at London Samurai Rovers. And a Hollyport with a long trip to Lidtown. Drawing nil-nil, but going through on penalties. Uh, Abby, let's start with you. Uh, what was the buzz around Ascot? You didn't go to the game, as you mentioned, but uh, getting through in the FA Vars uh, after a long trip like that. Pretty happy, I'd imagine, down at your club. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, obviously, we've been knocked out of the other cups, so um, this is our sort of primary cup focus, and I think it's, pro- it's probably the best one of the lot, isn't it? And mm. Tom regularly says the FA Vars is the, it's the fun one, it's the good one. I like, yeah, I've, it's, yeah, it really is. Like the buzz is definitely there. Um, it's exciting. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a tricky next next tie, um, but no, like it's 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 good to be on a, a nice cup run. Um, so yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. It, yeah, like I said, it's going to be tricky the next one. We've got. Um, Broadbridge Heath, I think that is. Everyone yes. keeps mixing it up. Everyone's like Broadheath Bridge, Bridge Broadheath. Yeah, <laughs> Broadbridge Heath. Uh, it's a bit of a mouthful. Um, and they're doing incredibly well in the Southern Combination Prem, I think it is they're in. Um, they is. are top of the table themselves. Um, so, yeah, it should be a tasty tie, I think. Um, mm. I a good one indeed, definitely. Another array trip as well. But I'm excited. I can actually go on this one. <laughs> um, so that's a bonus. Um, so, yeah, no, it should be should be good. Should be good. Last week, we were sort of speculating that probably out of the Berkshire sides, Ascot might be one of the better placed ones to sort of mount a challenge in the FA Vars. So you're saying that it, it, it is very much one of the club's priorities, you think? Yeah, I definitely would say so. Absolutely. Like We're having a good good league run definitely but also mm-hmm. yeah i think who doesn't love a cup run absolutely absolutely yeah so um like you say drawn away a broadbridge heath who are currently top of the southern uh, combination premier division a west sussex side so a little bit of a trip away for you there um in fact all our sides uh got drawn against southern combination teams wallingford and crow marsh are at home to Little Common, who are um, four, currently 14th in the Southern Combination Prem. Hollyport got drawn away to the wonderfully named Montpellier Villa, who are 16th in the Southern Combination Div 1 at the moment. Uh, the other two teams are East Sussex, so it's all Sussex against Berkshire at the moment. Uh, Tom, who do you fancy out, out of the three teams we still got in? How many do you, do you see them all going through, or how do you see it going in the next round? Um... 
it's obviously difficult to difficult to say, but um, don't see why not. Obviously, Wallingford did something similar last season. Yes. Um, I think I think everyone would would back Ascot, uh, and Hollyport just have a knack of this at the moment. I think I suspect they would rather pick up a few points in the league mm. um, as it stands, but you know, they 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 have a knack. They they squeeze through uh, at the weekend. So yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Let's uh, let's get them all through. It's nice having it's nice having a few clubs in there. So we haven't got anybody else to come in either, have we? We're, we're done with all no. that. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's in. Who's going to be <laughs> yeah. in now? So uh, okay. yeah, this is the uh, second round and uh, second round proper. So this is the all the teams who are going to be entering are in both in Berkshire and nationally. So uh, yes, these are our hopes now. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. But yeah, like you say, some tough trips um, for Hollyport and uh, Ascot, certainly. But uh, yeah, that Broadbridge-Heath game, I think, would probably uh, look like the highlight of the round, certainly from the Berkshire point of view. But it's, yeah, two very good teams going at it there. Unfortunately, Berks County, uh, Eversley and California, um, both went out on away at their games. Uh, Barks County lost to Chessington and Hook United 4-1. Eversley in California lost to Crowbridge Athletic 4-1. And then Tadley Kaliva drew 1-1 with Guildford, but unfortunately went out on penalties. So They were really unfortunate. There. Really, really unfortunate on that day. I didn't think um I didn't think Guildford were going to get anything out of that at all. They were they they were really they looked like they looked really strong. They looked like a big and strong side Guildford, but they just didn't offer much, and it was one of those where you just this is going to be this is going to be Tadley's day. They've got a really scored a really good goal, um, and the and then unfortunately, I, I, I certainly don't think Tadley deserved to lose. Um, going out on pins is obviously a, a bit of a lottery, but clearly the the Guildford keeper was slightly better at penalty saving than the the Tadley goalkeeper, who you know the Tadley goalkeeper had an excellent game. Um, but it just didn't extend, unfortunately, to the penalty shootout. He wasn't able to do much about the the penalties. Can I just add as well, the Guildford City numbers on the backs of their shirts were appalling. <laughs> there was some sort of weird red and white patchwork on the back of a white, on a white sort of backed shirt. It would just, I sent you guys a picture and they look quite, quite strong in the picture, but to actually see them live was just ridiculous. They were utterly useless uh, and, and that should be banned. <laughs> they should be banished from the cup for that. Well, they, exactly, yeah, yeah. If, if, you can, if, you can, if you can have to replay the game because someone got was sin binned and wasn't allowed to take a penalty, I think I think having wrong numbers on the back of uh, numbers you can't see properly, even <laughs> from pitch side on the backs of your shirts, you should be thrown out of the competition for that, or at the very <laughs> least made to replay it. Yeah. And thank you for this week's edition of Canning Soapbox. <laughs> we'll, uh... <laughs> yeah, so we'll leave the FA Vars there, but uh, moving another Ascot side that did well this uh, weekend in cup competition was the uh, ladies team who got through in the women's FA Cup and into the first round proper. Uh, five nil victors over AFC Acorns. Um, again, another game you weren't at, Abby, but uh, <laughs> uh, how's, how's the talk around the club on this one? Yes, similar, similar, just really, really exciting buzz around it. The team is just, they're just such, they're just such a nice team. Just really love them. (laughs) They're, yeah, just really, I think it like, so 
I'm just going to plug myself here. If anybody would like to head over to Ascot's YouTube account and watch the uh, Ascot versus Acons quiz that I did. So I, I guess it probably it probably happens quite like it probably happens a little bit more often in the women's game than the men's game. But um, it was an exciting tie because we signed defender Sarah Killick-Bird from Acorns. Um, so that was exciting enough, the fact that they drew them. And actually her sister Ellie plays for Acorns still. So it was a uh, Killick-Bird versus Killick-Bird in the, in the tie. And so in order to kind of get a little bit of a buzz going around the club and around the tournament, I decided to do a little sort of Mr. and Mrs. style game with them. So <laughs> please go and watch it because it was really fun to do. So, and it was really fun to watch. So um yeah, uh, but yeah, so yeah, no, just really, like, everyone's feeling very positive about the next round. And actually, hopefully, if we do make it through this next round, that will be the best finish we've ever, Ascot have ever had. And that's even more exciting, given they're in their 10th year of the competition as well. Um, so yeah, they're just on a really good run right now, both kind of league and cup. And so their their league game the previous weekend, they won seven nil. That was seven different goal scorers. Same thing again this weekend. There was they won five nil, five different goal scorers again. So I think that just that shows the kind of depth there is in the squad as well. The fact that you can have so many different goal scorers from lots of different positions. I am really fuming though that Hannah Bennett scored an absolute worldie because she's been trying to ping one in from about thirty five yards for the last like three four weeks and. Just every time, it's just been slightly over the bar. And then this week, she did it. So I'm really annoyed that I missed it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, just yeah, it's a really cohesive performance. Like, Acorns held them out to 1-0 half-time. So I think it was actually fairly competitive in the first half. And I think they maybe just ran out of steam a little bit in the second half. And Ascot smashed four past them. So um, yeah, just playing some really nice football. And they've, they've got Dartford next, who actually incidentally play in the same division as acorns um acorns beat them 4-1 last week as well and then they're playing each other again this week so they've been sandwiched either side by dartford who are next in the in the uh round so yeah it should be should be an exciting tie as well that one very good yeah in uh feeling confident about the uh dartford game a long trip but like you say a team that perhaps uh ascot might be favorites against potentially yeah yeah I don't want to put my word to it too much, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Good, 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 good opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. So that game's taking place on Sunday, the thirteenth of November. So uh, a couple of weeks to wait for that one, but uh, Ascot in a good position to continue their FA Cup run. Good stuff indeed. Well, as we're on the women's side of things, why don't we have a little uh, chat about Reading and how they're going at the moment? Another slightly disappointing. Result of the weekend. At what point does this start becoming worrying, Abby? Um, maybe like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, probably, I would imagine probably after this weekend's game, depending how that goes, I suspect. So, yes, uh, Reading losing 3-2 to West Ham this uh, weekend just gone, but hosting uh, fellow basement dwellers, Leicester, at uh, um, the map, uh, the Select Car Leasing Stadium at the weekend in a battle between two sides who are yet to get off the mark in the WSL. Uh, worried about it or um, or fairly confident? Because uh, there was some, there's been some positive performances so far from Reading, just without getting any points. Um, went three 0 down at the weekend, but brought it back to three two. 
do you take anything from that or are you just uh, slightly concerned with how it's going at the moment? Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's, the sub seemed to make the difference. So, um, yeah, we were down 3-0 and then Charlie Wellings pulled one out of the bag. Um, and then Son of Trolls guard as well with a penalty, I think it was. Um, I thought we'd see a lot more from her this season, actually, strangely enough. I thought we'd see her a bit more, she's generally sort of defensive midfield. I thought she'd be a bit more of a sort of attacking midfield, but she just seems to be coming off the bench. So I don't know if she's struggling with an injury right now, which would be very on brand for Reading. We do love to be injury FC mm-hmm. often, both the men and the women. So, um yeah, it is so, so tricky. And like, I just, I, I hate having to play West Ham. <laughs> we just never <laughs> seem to do well against them. Like they knock us out all the cups. We never seem to play especially well against them. Like between them and Brighton, they're just two really tricky teams. So yeah, I, I don't, I, I really, I can't figure it out. I don't know what it is. It's just that, yeah, that final product doesn't seem to be there. Or if it does, it's a bit sort of disjointed. I don't, I don't, I haven't got a solution. I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm not a manager. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah. I think it is all sort of pinned on this Leicester game this weekend. Like you say, neither side have points yet, but equally, I mean, Leicester haven't scored a goal themselves yet either. I think they have a goal and that was an own goal against Tottenham. I think it was. So Mm. um, we need to be out the blocks early against them really. Um, yeah, I, t- I don't know. I'm trying to find some positives here. It's really hard. It's really hard, bit like trying to sort of be a bit objective about, but equally being a fan, it's a bit sort of disheartening, I guess. I don't know. I don't want this out to sound too bleak, but I'm, yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Well, it's a good opportunity this weekend, we should say. And like you say, Leicester yet to score uh, a goal other than an own goal. But uh, um, so a, a big opportunity for Reading rather than. Think of it as an opportunity rather than a sort of like worrying upcoming yeah. event that could go wrong. So uh, yeah, they have the chance to move off the bottom spot or move off away from the foot of the table this weekend. He's hoping. He's hoping. He's hoping. <laughs> right. Um, I think we could probably push on then to uh, the com- upcoming weekend's games. With that, we've already mentioned the. Uh, a few of the games coming up, but perhaps the highlights uh, are the FA Trophy matches. Uh, two sides in action at this uh, stage, the first round proper of the FA Trophy. Bracknell at home to North Lee, with that game happening on the Sunday, and Binfield away at Tavistock. Long trip for them down to near Plymouth. Um, Tom, how do you see these ones going? Who, who do you... Fancy most of all out of those two sides. I, well, I think I think Bracknell was the obvious one. They they dispatched North Lee fairly easily last weekend. It was six yes. nil or six one. Six nil, yes. So they're in good form, and they followed that up with an eight nil victory in midweek over Windsor in the Barks and Bucks Cup. Yes, that six nil was actually uh, 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 Withers and McClurg's first uh, league win uh, for oh, Bracknell. Really? So yes, they've won a lot in the cups, but not that was yes. the first league win. Well, I don't suppose they've played many league games, have they? No. A few draws. Uh, they lost their first game, but they, that's the only defeat they've had so far for uh, under, in, the okay. battle, in any competition. Anyway. It'll be it'll be a uh, be interesting challenge for for Binfield, I think. Obviously, as you, as you said, it's uh, it's a long way to go. Um, Tavistock are Southern League South 
Division One South, is that right? I think that's right. Yeah, step um, four. Fourth yeah, in that one, division. So, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, when I looked them up earlier, they were they were they were riding fairly high. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh, I think Binfield just need a bit of time to settle down after all of the 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 changes and everything that, that sort of happened. Um mm-hmm. I I don't know um much about the what's happening uh with, with players at the moment. Um so uh, you know, as I say, things need to settle down with a new manager. Um and I think it would help, obviously, if they could if they could advance in the FA Trophy this weekend. Um, they, I saw they did le- lose Elliot Leg to Bracknell, yes. um, which uh, which obviously is a is a blow. Um, I could be wrong, but I'm not sure how many games Elliot's played for Binfield this season, though. Um, I think he, I th- I, again, I could be completely wrong. I don't know this for certain. I think he may have started the season injured, but. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how many games he played, but yeah, that I mean, a player of his ability is is always a blow, no matter what. Um, especially one who could play either either fullback position as well. So yeah, a bit like me, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll move Thanks. on to that. And uh, yeah, I think you're right about the uh, the sort of period of slight instability there at the moment. I think last time when they changed managers. It was a pretty smooth transition, you know, uh, Roger yeah. stepping aside and uh, Carl and Jamie coming in and, uh, yeah. you know, Jamie having been there already as sort of a player coach and yeah. it's just, it was all very smooth and, and you know, you could quite easily see how that would continue. Yeah. Essentially, the work from Roger would continue into uh, Jamie and, and Carl and they uh, yeah. took it on from there. Whereas this time it's sort of a bit more like, I don't think it was necessarily so planned. And no, and, and also it's obviously with a with a. There, I don't. I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm not sure there was a, a an internal candidate that could have done a exactly. Withers and McClure. I think Withers was with Rogers' assistant hmm. two seasons ago or three, however long ago it was now. Um, and I, as far as I'm aware, Roger wasn't wasn't keen to do to go back into full time management. So, yeah. you know, it was always going to be an inter, an external import, appointment and. Um, takes time exactly sometimes 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 you hit the ground running don't you but um yeah i I think given the the nature of the surprise of of the change um you know they need a little time to settle down and find find the rhythms of the new manager so yeah but i mean we all know they're such a solid club off the field you've got to uh, feel like they're um They'll get it right eventually, if you know what I mean. It might have. Uh, yeah. This those departures might sort of. Well, the, the other yeah, the, the other tough of thing, shot. of course, they've got is they had such a solid start to the season. I yeah. mean, follow that, as yeah. they say. <laughs> so, you know, whether they whether they would have carried that on or not, we'll obviously never know. But you know, there, there's a there's an immense amount of um, talent in that club and in that team, and um, obviously the same with the same with with Bracknell, um, and obviously. There's, you know, things have changed, and it, it'll settle down. Um, as you say, Rob, they're, they're incredibly well run, so it won't, mm-hmm. it won't be too. I don't know. I don't really want to say this because it sounds almost ridiculous, but they won't be in any trouble. No, that's a ridiculous so. thing to say, but you know, that's not that's not what I'm kind of getting at. But mm. exactly. Well, I think. Uh, well, after this round in the FA Trophy, uh, the National League North and National League South sides come in, so. Uh, should Binfield and Bracknell get through, then they may well end up facing perhaps one of the bigger sides from those divisions. You know, they could get a Dulwich Hamlet. They could uh, bring along a large number of fans to uh, Bottom Meadow or Hill Farm yes. Lane, and that would be a, a welcome, uh, welcome 
boost through the turnstiles. Eh? Of course, Bracken will have one slightly uh, big game to look forward to in a week and a half or so. But uh, we'll talk about that one next week. Can I just say, whilst we're on the topic of Binfield, that I'm really enjoying that new video that's on their front page on their website right now. It's so silky. Those transitions are beautiful. <laughs> really enjoying that. And that bit, the big zoom in on the pitch as well. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. I've watched I like it a few the way times the lights come on. I don't know if yeah. that's been done on purpose, but I like the way the lights come on. Mm. Like, like someone's yeah. just there. To, right, go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, would recommend going to have a little watch of that. It's very satisfying. Absolutely. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, there are some other games uh, happening this well, week. So why don't we uh, all pick out... Um, so what we're going to do is pick out a game both on the uh, men's and the women's side. Abby, I'll let you go first on the men's side. Why don't you uh, choose a game from uh, one of our uh, involving one of our Berkshire teams uh, this weekend? Uh, I think, if I remember rightly, Woodley versus Eversley are this weekend. Have I imagined that? I think, I'm pretty sure you they're playing. I haven't that. imagined that. They, no, no, yeah, there we go. There's my pick then. <laughs> Woodley versus Eversley. Yeah, Woodley having lost their um, undefeated home record last weekend to Langley, uh, hosting Eversley this weekend with both sides pushing for playoff places or, you know, in that sort of race. It's a bit too early to say they're pushing for playoff places, but. They're in the top half of the table, and uh, yeah, a win there would help them on their cause. Good pick there, Abby. Who are you picking then, Tom? Well, I, I have had a lovely chat with Neil Baker this week about life insurance. Um, <laughs> so I was going oh, to pick Slough. Um, I was going to pick Slough, but obviously they're away to Worthing. Now, yes. Worthing is a lovely place to go to for a few, for a low, it's a good away day, that. Mm -hmm. um, so I really enjoyed that. However, so I'm not going to pick that one. Um, I am instead, I think, just going to clump for, plump, wrong word, go for Ascot United versus Hollyport. I think. Another um, all Berkshire side. That, well, I, I, think, I think it's always worth going for all Berkshire ties, um, mm -hmm. mostly because there's a good chance you'll know a few people if you go. Um, <laughs> if you fancy going to Worthing, I'd recommend that um, and, and popping down to see, to see the Rebels. But otherwise, Ascot, Hollyport, I think, would have my vote. A rematch of the FA Cup game earlier. Uh, haven't you guys already played each other like five times this season? <laughs> uh, no, just the once. I, might, I must be thinking of last season then. But Yeah. Yeah. No, we've so. played Flackwell Heath twice oh, in, okay. in a week. Um, no, at, where, um, oh, no, we have played each other twice. Sorry. Yeah, we played each other in the league game right at the beginning and then in the FA Cup as well. Sorry. I spend too much of my time looking at 5,000 fixtures. <laughs> they all just merge into one giant fixture in the end. But yeah, no, it's exciting. And I would like to point out as well that uh, it's our volunteers day. So we are saying a big thank you back to all of our volunteers at the club. But that does mean that it's free entry for all. Oh, wonderful. Very good indeed. Oh, well, go. So something right. to look forward to at Ascot there. Absolutely. And my pick for the weekend is actually going to go back to the Combined Counties League Div 1. Uh, Langley versus Barks County at Arbor Park. Uh, that is first against third in that division. Uh, I saw Langley in midweek and they are very, um, very sharp, very quick team, uh, very skillful. I think they've got a link with some of the uh, local academies uh, nearby. So they have a lot of young players playing for them. Uh, but Barks County are no mugs as well. So they're both in contention for uh, automatic uh, promotion, let alone playoff places. And it, this is going to be a good battle between two Berkshire sides again. So we picked three ties, three all Berkshire ties for the weekend. Plenty of other fixtures there, of course. And if you want to uh, 
see what's going on in the area, go and get on to Football in Berkshire and the scores and fixtures section there will help you out. Uh, so let's move on to the women's side. Who do you fancy? Abby, I'm going to get you to go last because you're the expert on this. So, Tom, <laughs> you can go first. Who do you fan- Which game do you fancy this weekend? Uh, oh, I mean... I know we've kind of already talked about it, but it's got to be Reading Women Leicester City. That that has mm-hmm. got that that is either going to be a nervous sort of just slicing of the ball. Everybody's so nervous, they don't want to make a mistake kind of game. Or those You're two really teams are going to No, well, hang on a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Or <laughs> both teams are gonna sense blood and they're just gonna come out and go absolutely hell for leather. Um, and one team's going to go 4-0 up inside 30 minutes or something like that because they're just absolutely going to go for it. And so, you know, it's it's a, even at this early stage, that is that is a must win, isn't it, that that game? I mean, Abby, you'll know better than me. What's the what's the minimum number of points realistically you need to stay up? Because if only one goes down. Oh, God, now you're asking. I don't know. I, can't I haven't remember. done the research, obviously. <laughs> uh, I don't know I what's think... in my head. Birmingham went down with what was it? Twelve, 12 last maybe? season. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, so yeah. right. So still, still some work to do then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, let's have a look. I've got the table up. Um, Eleven. Eleven. There you and go. Eleven points. So yeah, three points. No one wants a draw here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's that satisfies absolutely no one. So yeah. um, I, I, I think of my two descriptions, this game is going to be the second one. I think both teams will be bang up for it, and uh, and it'll be a rip roaring end to end sort of tie. I, I guess the question is, who starts in goal, Burns or Maloney? Um, I would. Mm, I don't know because she had such a great debut game, and then I, I don't really know what happened last week. I'm going to say Burns. Actually, I really enjoyed her debut against Arsenal, and I think like that's another baptism of fire game. So, <laughs> is that the word? Is that the way you say it? The, yeah, baptism yeah, of fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, we just like doing that to our keepers for some reason. We did that. In fact, we like doing that to our keepers against Arsenal. That's exactly <laughs> what we did with Rhiannon Stewart as well. Mm. And it seemed to work. Although, I mean, Maloney came back in. But yeah, no, I think Jackie Burns has probably got a bit bit of more experience on her side. And she's an international, isn't she? So, yeah, um, I would pick Burns personally. But again, I'm not the manager, so who knows? Good, good. So one to look forward there at the Select Car Leasing Stadium at two o'clock on Sunday. I am going to pick another game that's happening on two o'clock on Sunday and another team that we've already mentioned, Ascot United at home to Bournemouth Sports, the top two teams in the Southern Region Women's Football League. Premier Division are playing off against each other, both on nine points. Ascot uh, having played one game more, uh, Bournemouth with a 100% record at the moment, uh, Ascot nine points from four games but top of the table at the moment so yeah top of the table clash uh quite an exciting game to be happening at um ascot on the weekend uh again abby i'm going to come to you quickly but uh like i said pretty exciting game looking forward to it yeah definitely um i think ascot have just got really like two really good sets of fixtures this weekend i think it's gonna be really exciting but yeah mm. um I think a lot of people assumed that Abingdon United would be the ones to beat this season. But actually, I think we've probably thrown our hats in, in the ring there. And so have Bournemouth Sports as well. So, yeah, like you say, it's going to be exciting. Um, I think that, again, that's going to be a game like Tom described a second. That I think it's going to be straight off the bat kind of 
not a blood fest. <laughs> we're not quite we're not quite that savage in the southern region. Um, but no, I think yeah, it's going to be really competitive, and yeah, I'm just, just excited to be there. It's going to be a good, good one. Good, good. And what's your pick for the weekend's fixtures then? Now that we've taken Reading and Ascot out of the uh, lineup for you, don't you worry. I've got one pick. Uh, I am going to go all the way down the bottom of the pyramid. I'm going to go to the de- development division of the Thames Valley and say Burfield Reserves versus Wickham Saints. That is a fifth versus sixth tie. Obviously, we, we're plugging a Berkshire, so that's why I've gone for Burfield. But um, this is their debut season. And I think Burfield's women's section in general is actually just having like an absolute stormer, really. Um, yeah, that considering they are brand new, fifth place currently right now is a, a good spot, definitely. Um, I think the first team are doing fairly well in Division 3 South as well. So, yeah, I think that should be... Um, that's another one where we've got a couple of sides in it. It's not quite as busy as 3 South, but there's definitely a few Archer teams who are... Um, trying their luck as a development side so far. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Burfield versus Wickham Saints in the Thames Valley Division, uh, Development Division, sorry. Very nice indeed. A few picks from up and down the leagues there. And as with the men, if you want to see which other fixtures are available uh, to you on Sunday, uh, get on over to our website where we have all the fixtures and results for every day and you can plan your games accordingly. Uh, right. Any other business, lady and gent, before we sign off today? It's looking at me slightly blankly. No, nothing. Only just goal of season. Not goal of season, sorry. Goal of the month. I can't remember who won it now, Tom. You oh, goal of the month last month was... I have all... <laughs> sorry, I'm in the middle oh. of doing this this month's goal of the month. Um I that bit whilst we look for it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So, yeah. This week, this month's goal of the month, Tom. Why don't you uh, uh, plug that and say, ask people to sign up, uh, send in your entries for that? Yes, um, thanks, Rob. This month's goal of the month is open, it's been open all month, but uh, yeah, we are looking for the best goals scored in October. In October, yes, uh, so uh, it will be judged by someone to be confirmed. Um, last month, it was judged by Bobby Wilkinson and previous to that, Alicia Povey. Uh, we had Kasper Malinowski in the, the first month with a simply audacious backheeled flick uh, in August, September was... Holly Port's Harry Hoth. That's it, Harry Hoth. Yes, of course it was. Yes. Yeah, 1-1 one, uh, one draw with CB Hounslow United delicious in the FA Vars. De- delicious free kick. So, um, yeah, good. Uh, the, the the article will be on the website by the time this podcast is out. Very good indeed. All right, then. Well, that's about it from us. Uh, as a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at FI Berkshire or F, at FIB underscore women. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and LinkedIn. So search for Football in Berkshire on all of those. Or you could go to the website www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Uh, all that's left for me to say is thank you very much again for listening. Uh, and it's goodbye from Abby Tyshurst. See ya. Goodbye from Tom Canning. See ya. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob
Davis featured Abby Tice Hurst and Tom Canning. It was produced by Tom Canning. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Blocky Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all their music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook, Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.